Good morning, truth. This morning, I would like to share a poem I recently read entitled The Shoe Man from Leland Freemurg. My alarm went off. It was Sunday again. I was sleepy and tired. My one day to sleep in. But the guilt I would feel the rest of the day would have been too much. So I'd go and I'd pray. I showered and I shaved. I adjusted my tie. I got there and I sat in a pew just in time. Bowing my head in prayer, as I closed my eyes, I saw the shoe of the man sitting next to mine. Touching my own, I sighed. With plenty of room on either side, I thought, why must our souls touch? It bothered me. His shoe was touching mine. But it didn't bother him much. A prayer began. Our Father, I thought this man with these shoes had no pride. They're dusty, they're worn, and they're scratched. Even worse, there are holes on the side. Thank you for your blessings, the prayer went on. The shoe man said a quiet amen. I tried to focus on the prayer, but my thoughts were on his shoes again. Aren't we supposed to look our best when walking through that door? Well, this certainly isn't it, I thought, glancing towards the floor. Then the prayer was ended and the songs of praise began. The shoe man was certainly loud, sounding proud as he sang. His voice lifted the rafters. His hands were raised high. The Lord could surely hear the shoe man's voice from the sky. It was time for the offering, and I threw in what was very steep. I watched as the shoe man reached into his pockets so deep. I saw what he pulled out, what the shoe man put in. Then I heard a soft clink as when silver hits tin. The sermon really bored me to tears, and that is no lie. It wasn't the same for the shoe man, for tears fell from his eyes. At the end of service, as is the custom here, we must greet new visitors and show them all good cheer. But I felt moved somehow and wanted to meet the shoe man. So after the closing prayer, I reached over and shook his hand. He was old and his skin was dark and his hair was truly a mess. But I thanked him for coming and for being our guest. He said, my name's Charlie. I'm glad to meet you, my friend. There were tears in his eyes, but he had a large, wide grin. Let me explain, he said, wiping tears from his eyes. I've been coming here for months, and you're the first to say hi. I know that my appearance is not like all the rest, but I really do try to always look my best. I always clean and polish my shoes before my very long walk, but by the time I get here, they're dirty and dusty like chalk. My heart filled with pain as I swallowed to hide my tears, as he continued to apologize for daring to sit so near. He said, when I get here, I know I must look a sight, but I thought if I could touch you, then maybe our souls might unite. I was silent for a moment, knowing whatever was said would pale in comparison. So I spoke from my heart and not from my head. Oh, you've touched me, I said, and taught me in part. 
that the best part of any man is what is found in his heart. The rest I thought this shoe man will never know. Like just how thankful I really am that his dirty old shoe touched my soul. God charges us to be careful with the hearts of people and to not judge by appearances and not measure a man based on assumptions. In James chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 it reads, My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothes and say, you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man, you stand over here or sit at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Verse 5 goes on as it reads, Listen, my brethren, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man are not the rich ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Then you're doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as a transgressor. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.